Oh, hey guys, welcome to a new episode of Fake Nerds Watch, where I was definitely gonna uh, intro this episode. Definitely prepared for that. Yo, guys, guess what? It's spooky season here in January. It is January. Spooky season all year round, baby. It's The Last of Us. Can you believe it? I actually kind of can't. Of all the video game adaptations that have been announced and, and died and the ones that we wished, like, I didn't think we'd get a Last of Us show, but here we are talking about it. And I'm joined with my friend Sparks, as always. Yes, happy to be here. Happy to be here. And friend of the show, Pi. Thank you for being here, Pi. Happy to be here as well. He loves zombies. He, tell, he, he talks about it every day. He just loves zombies. Hashtag zombies. <laughs> Two. <Okay. laughs> yep. So, can't, uh, can't, we're can't stop. One. We're doing this one. It's the three of us uh, because we're all big fans of the video game. True. Um, so we're coming together for this fake nerds watch to talk about The Last of Us. Although uh, I do, I do wish we had someone who hadn't played the games because I do think that that like having preconceived knowledge, I think like doesn't like hurt or or benefit the show. Just like it would have been fun to have that perspective because sure. we all knew what we were getting into, kind of. Right. Exactly. Uh, but it is fun to be here regardless. And we might we might eventually have Brandon on this. We'll That'd see. be cool. That'd yeah. be great. So, Pi, episode one, when you're lost in the darkness, uh, what are your initial feelings? Uh, honestly, I, per, it, it felt the best we've ever gotten close to perfection, in my opinion. In, Some, in terms of what? I, in terms of, like, adapted material. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> It it nailed like the core emotion of what made the first game, you know, what made the story resonate so strongly, mm-hmm. you know, with that emotional beat. Are we cool to get into spoilers here? What's going on? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll go for full spoilers, but you know, just at this initial point, just your your general reactions to the first episode. Yeah, don't be talking about the ending or anything yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we're <laughs> that's what I mean. Spoilers for this first episode. Uh, we will not talk about spoilers for the video game. We'll, um, you know what? I didn't think about that, but yeah. in the context of this, we'll talk about video game spoilers later at the end of the episode. Yeah, and we'll, we'll tell you when we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is for people who, hey, this is this is just a TV show to them. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I thought it was a great ep- first episode. I love it. I, I love it. I also had a great time. Uh, and by great time, I mean uh, bad vibes all around. Very bad vibes. Um, I. It's so interesting, like, all of the video game adaptations we've gotten, like, like, like a Mortal Kombat, a Tomb Raider, like a Silent Hill, like, it's taking, it's taking inspirations from the thing, but it's very loose with it. Like, it's kind of like, you know, we're gonna, like, Mortal Kombat, like, tell its own story with all the fighting characters, right? This, this is just that game. Uh, and that was the only thing I was worried about initially was, like, that game's already narrative. That game is narrative. Like, like the, the opening gate, the opening sequence is literally like barely any gameplay. Like it's you on a track, which is again, not a negative. That's just what I'm saying what the game is. So as I'm rewatching it live action, I am, it's just as compelling. It's just as thrilling. There are some points where I think it's even more effective because I don't have control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing that gets me so much about this is like, yes, I know, I know these story beats, uh, but like me being hands off of it, it's almost like a new thing. Because I'm seeing it from all the different perspectives besides Joel's, which is really great, which is really cool. Uh, I think it's, I think it's great. I, I, in terms of a- adaptations, pie, I agree. This might be, might be one of the best in terms of like this is this thing, and we're turning it into this thing. Like it's, it's almost one for one. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, really like the episode. I, I think I'm really glad you touched on that point that I think um, the way they're able to utilize tension because of the format of the medium mm-hmm. uh, is really working to their advantage in comparison to like when you're playing a video game. And it's it's different. It's a different kind of thing. The way that you're able to set up scenes like certain beats now have to happen that that they have to happen. They are scripted to happen in, in a way where you're not in control of it anymore. And that I do, I do think creates a different experience with mm-hmm. it. Um, I really liked it. I really like a lot of the performances. I, I, I guess I'll touch on this right out of the gate because you and I have talked about this uh, outside of this beforehand about um, my one nervousness about the show, which is the casting of Pedro Pascal because Pedro Pascal is just great. Yeah, made me nervous that we were going to get a more oh uh, heroic type Joel. I was also rather than the selfish asshole. Yes, that Joel is. They would they would lighten them up. Yes. And I'm a little, I'm a little still on the teetering on the edge of that even after the first episode because oh, interesting. Okay. because we're getting the very altruistic mission. I'm gonna go get Tommy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mission, but that's that's because it's his brother though. Right. I mean, that's and I like and a... I and I get that it's. It, Correct me if I'm wrong. That's not a mission he's setting out for in the game. No, yeah, I don't believe so. It's also right. been it's been. Mm. Well. That's what I, that's what I thought. Well, it it becomes his personal mission after they don't have that rendezvous, where he's like, "Oh, now it has to be Tommy because now he's the only connection to the Fireflies." Yes, that's later. That's though. later, though. So, yeah, yeah. so my point yeah. being here, right? That like, mm. I think they're just doing when more we Tommy start stuff when we start. It, it we was start never with, from the get go. When we start with Joel. Joel is in his own bubble. Look out for me and mine yeah. that are in my immediate bubble. My point being like the Joel we meet at the beginning of the game feels like kind of F Tommy. Tommy made his call and I'm kind of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to think about him. I I'm focused on me now. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a layer of how Joel is frankly, a little bit of a shitty person um, and how that's carried over from who he was even before all of this happened into who he is at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm not saying like the, the show is doomed because of this decision. What I am saying is I am teetering on that edge of I'm nervous about us making Joel a little too heroic because Joel has to be a selfish dick. Yeah, yeah. For the whole uh, thing to land. Try, and I do yeah. think this is a little bit of a, oh, but he's like, He's a pretty good guy because like his main focus is that he's doing all this to get to his brother. Every shitty thing we see him do in the new world when we start the story post 20 years later is because he's worried about his brother. I, 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 I 100% hear that. I don't think, I, this is going to sound weird. I don't, I don't think it's almost like an obligation because it's family. It, him looking for his brother because his brother's missing. It's, it's. I, I guess that's altruistic, but I doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean he's still not a shitty person, a bad yes, person. Yes, we're we're one episode in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's too it's he too throws early against the wall. We're, it's too early to tell. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely, yeah. there's there's still shades. Like, don't get me wrong. I see Joel. Yeah, I see Joel in the performance. Child, here. child, burner. Joel. Joel is here. I get it. Um, Jesus, Joel. It's it's a fear of like, how are we going? What's the lens we're going to be looking at? Because it is changing. Joel is not us anymore. This yeah. is not based on our decisions and our morality no longer factors in. Part of the reason why The Last of Us game is so effective is because we're the ones doing it. You have the power to decide how you handle certain engagements. Yeah. And like there is an argument to be made of like you can play The Last of Us and not kill people. Most people, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you can to an extent 
not murder a lot of people it's a choice it's yeah. a choice of violence it's um, true. and that choice doesn't exist now this is a joel as a character what. not as a representation of our effect on him yeah the end of this episode ends with joel murdering someone with his fits yes so i think that's well, a good indication that like i don't think they're gonna hold back and again like the the crux of the story is ellie and joel together and how she rubs him rubs the edges off of him and makes him a nicer sweeter person yeah uh so like i i feel you um i don't know how much more you would want to do in a first episode that that's just like man this guy's like we he, i know he kind of sucks already like i don't know if you need to like see this is what i mean is like beat, beat us over the head with but it. i think we're doing too much to swing him towards the other direction already he's part of children he has no soul that's that's but yeah. but that's merely that's merely me mentioning on the thing that i was most nervous about going into the show yeah, and yeah. saying like well i'm not assuaged yet yeah, yeah. We could, I'm still a little fearful. And I think it'll be a great adaptation even if it does that. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear. Like, I think you probably can do heroic We know Joel. the ending is still the ending. Right. So, like, no matter how good they make him, that ending still happens. Yeah. So, he, no matter how redeemed he might get, he still, with a spoilers, he still does some stuff in the end. So, like, uh, I... I, I don't think I don't think we have to worry. You yeah. know, I wouldn't. You yeah. know, so far. What do you think, Pi? I don't think so too. Um, I, I do want to remark on the point of Joel's behavior. You know, in 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 the first game, uh, <clears throat> uh, being, I guess, a choice, a moral choice with the player. Um, I. I still think Joel is who he is, but with the introduction of Ellie it then becomes a choice of how he wants to conduct himself in front of her, you know? And then, mm -hmm. you know, that's where the player comes in. It's like, ah, I'm just going to shoot everybody. Cause it's, it's all about survival or, you know what? Just move along, save your ammo. We need it for clickers. You know, that kind of like, it, it, yeah. it, it never felt like a morality choice. It just felt more like a choice of necessity with resources. Sure. 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 It's also, it's unfortunately also like the like the thing of like it's also a video game where you have to do stuff. Right. So like, mm -hmm. unless it's a game where you're just talking, like you gotta kill some zombies, kill some people. This, that's that's what you do in a video game, you know. Pointed, pointedly, this is not. Last of Us was not the first game to give you like, hey, think about the violence you're inflicting on on NPCs and and human innocent characters or yeah, human yeah. beings. But it was one that presented that as a template of you have an option of gameplay style. I mean, this was something like back when, back when the last of us came out, like people would talk about like doing runs where they tried not to kill, to kill as few people as possible yeah, yeah, and then, like it. make it part of a challenge. But so a concept of thinking about it does come into play. And certainly like, I think that's not to get super spoilery and we won't, but like that's also reflected in last of us part two, clearly like how the characters interact with the concept of violence is a part of the game's DNA. Um, so I think it is part of the show's DNA too. Uh, they, and, and the thing is like going back to what Pi just said about um, his relationship with Ellie, that's still like what I want to see is I still want to see that fed through a selfish lens. Ellie's perspective on him is only important because he's deciding to make her his daughter and his brain. Like it's still driven by a selfishness. He's trying to escape into his own past yeah. through Ellie. Yeah. And we do, we do see in the trailer, she's like, so what am I to you? And he says, you're cargo. So like, there is still going to be yeah, that. Yeah. Like we, we still have like nine hours of, oh, yeah. of, of like terrible things to happen to so many people. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of terrible people. Um, I'm just kidding. Tess. Let's talk about Tess real quick. Uh, Anna Tor. She's great. Y'all watch Fringe. Y'all watch Mindhunter on Netflix. That's a show that needs more seasons. Uh, I Tess was my favorite character from the first game. 
because uh, uh, I just thought she was really tough and she really left an impact. Uh, and I really like where her story goes. And I'm, I don't want to say anymore because I keep I gotta remember. Yeah, this is like this is another medium, right? But I I love episode how much one. <laughs> I love how much that because The Last of Us is like a like a like a like a twelve hour like a 10, 12 hour game, and half of that is like combat. Like there is not going to be that. There's not going to be barely any. There's going to be some fighting, but there's not going to be as much combat in this in this TV show, right? So that's all got to be. It's all to be juiced up with like narrative and dialogue and people talking. So like getting so much more Joel, getting so much more Tess. Uh, I love her in, in her introduction scene. Where like she just she gets her ass beat and she gets stuff stolen from her and she's like let's just pretend this never happened except of course I'm gonna get Joel to kick your ass like I love that and like she controls Joel and I believe that she's like you know he works for me you know like I'm the boss I'm like I believe that that dude that dude just likes to work uh, and keep his nose down uh, uh, she's the brains of the operation I do really like that as an introduction scene I think it's a lot of fun mm -hmm. uh, I think it just it it's in just the television medium, it's just very refreshing. Yeah. Um, uh, comic book G-Man's here in the in the comments real quick. Uh, Hello, Last sir. of Us, uh, so good so far. So hope they can keep the momentum. So do we. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, really happy with it so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was a, a good introduction because it, it felt like something were, like just different from what you get in general on yeah. television uh with that interaction like what's what's the deal gonna be here like are you gonna kill me because if you're not gonna kill me what are we doing and what are we even doing yeah, yeah uh i and it's also also fun because like again people have played the game so far it's been pretty it's been pretty one-to-one -one, you know like uh, uh besides like you know additional like oh there's like ad they add their stuff but like mm -hmm. it's pretty one-to-one -one of like oh i know this but then there's like a big a big change where like the stuff with robert goes completely different uh, in the game, because I remember in the game, Tess just walks up to them, starts talking to him, and then shoots a dude in the head. Right. And then a firefight happens, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" That's why I was like, "Tess, you're so crazy." Because you, because you have a whole different like, you know, that's a whole gameplay mission mechanic. That's yeah. that's like your the the meat of your time in Boston as far as gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you just don't need that here, uh, because the story's the story's not really there for that beat in the, yeah like that when that happens in the game it's just kind of giving you a thing to do before we move out of boston yeah um and i think that they made a wise choice in how they how they lace that together into getting us straight to joel with ellie yeah in the place where we need them to be and, and let's just move it to the next important beat because that was not an important beat yeah uh the thing i really like about uh how this this movie length episode of a television show is introducing all of his characters separately and then they all have they then they all end up on the quest together basically uh, uh like ellie she's just on her own i don't remember how we meet ellie in the first game uh but i don't is it the same way where she's locked up with marlene i don't remember that marlene no is, well, well not locked up with marlene go ahead bye uh uh ellie was um we first see her when she's about to attack joel which we do That's, see in the show okay, so, um but we don't know what happened to her before that Though we kind of get a hint that she might have run to the fireflies from the game. Uh, ah, well, I mean, it, it, it's yeah, it's not, I should stop talking about that. That's kind of a spoiler for a potential future episode. Anyways, um, there it was implied that in the game that Marlene at least was closer to Ellie as opposed to her just being locked up and Marlene going, "Okay, we found you. Now we need to get yeah, you out yeah. of here." <laughs> I always love like disparate threads joining together. I think that's always fun. Right. Um, I am. Um, we're kind of bouncing around character stuff, but like, should we talk about like, like the big, like the the pre yeah, yeah. stuff? And just then as the just stuff? as comic book G man pointed yeah. out, like the the crushing of the beginning, like absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think they made a Nailed very it. smart decision to give us like a focus story on his daughter. 
a 30 minute like like um, like double the length the whole the, game, yeah. the whole bit of her and they threw me for a moment i was like wait what are we doing uh <laughs> where she's going in and she's stealing the money and she's stealing the watch yeah and i was like is she like being a bad kid yeah yeah yeah. a good kid i don't know and then you quickly learn like what like that was a good way not only to orient her in the story god like one of my favorite bits was when she's in the classroom and the thing is reflecting on her and you just see like the person like slightly twitching to just give you like that very very small early sign of what's to come oh my gosh like every every scene like the creepiness amps up by like five percent five percent it reminds 5%. me it reminds me of um mm -hmm. Shaun of the dead oh 100 yeah and the little like I pieces building it. together yeah uh definitely World crumbling around you but you're not noticing the pieces until it's all happening at once in an avalanche and all like just to get this out of the way, have y'all heard the theory about the uh, wheat products and the bread? Yeah, the, fl the flour. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is I, I. It's all but confirmed because the games mention um, like a uh, uh, like a food poisoning, like a food thing happening. Uh, oh. So they mentioned Jakarta, Indonesia. Uh, that is the the worldwide distribution of flour in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. old lady was eating biscuits, which have flour. Uh, he didn't bring pancake mix. He didn't get a cake. Uh, he's on the Atkins diet. All these things that are missing them involving flour. Uh, so like uh, flour, fungal infestation taking over the world is pretty cool, especially with that 1968 opening of like, what I, mean, I wanted to heart? touch. So the prologue to the prologue. That <laughs> oh is, my God. Uh, with John Hanna. Jonathan. From, things we didn't uh, ask yeah. for, but we're happy to have. <laughs> um, for five minutes, I'll take it. I think that was, I think that was very, very smart. Yeah. Um, because a video game audience is more willing to just kind of be thrust into this world and say like, yeah, fungi were the cause. And you're like, yeah, all right. I mean, video game people who are going to go play this game, they're more ready to just kind of accept that without question. Yes. A massive TV audience, a little less so. They kind of need a little bit more hand-holding before you get into, this dude is sprouting mushrooms on the wall. Yeah, if they or, don't look like this regular... this person yeah. is eating a person, <laughs> and it doesn't look like the usual zombie stuff, there's, like, there's little frills coming out of the mouth and everything. And so, like, when, when you get that, like, you got to answer that question early, because otherwise, if you don't have that set up, if you don't have the fungi set up, then the first time that they see the old woman feasting on uh, the Adlers, yeah. then they're going to, my brain would immediately jump to aliens. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like at, at the sight of that, like that tendril thing, I'd be like, oh, some alien shit is going on. Um, yeah. So I get why you put the fungi thing there. And I think that was really, really smart. Yeah. Um, and it, it's a good tone setter too. Yeah. Speaking of tendrils, um, I initially, and I, and I had no reason to, because like the director explained why, but I initially freaked out when I heard that this show was not going to have any spore stuff in it. Uh, and I was like, that seems, that's like half that game is like them dealing with spores and like hiding and like being like in crawl spaces. And, and to, to his credit, like the director of the game, Neil Druckmann, he's like, well, first I wanted tendrils to be in the game where we just, we exit out for whatever, for gameplay reason. Uh, but two, if you think about it, they're wearing gas masks an entire time. And we didn't want half our show to be our, all of our actors wearing gas masks the entire time. And that makes actually a lot of sense. Uh, and if it's a zombie infestation world where everything's to shit, you can still you can still panic and be freaked out, you know, in crawl spaces without a gas mask on, which is totally fair. And like once the first episode happened, I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't even need sports. I get it. Adaptation. Hands off. I'm happy. I'd still I'd, I think I'd still like I don't think you needed to dodge it entirely. I would have been happy with just a single sequence at some point. Yeah. Of them walking through like 
oh, a lot of them died here or like have grown onto the wall here. So it's just like, you know, let's not risk it. <laughs> um, maybe that like, kind of thing. If there's like, maybe there'll be like one section. Cause like, I do understand. Cause like he made a point, like, I know this isn't realistic, but like the TV world's a little more realistic. Like if it was spores, then it'd be the entire world. And the entire world would be taken over because spores would be literally in the airstream everywhere. Right. So like, I, I'll, I'll take it, but I do hope there is like one cool scene. Cause like, I do think that is really scary. <clears throat> Uh, it is like a really scary thing to be like, if this if this thing breaks, like you will die no matter what. And I do think that is scary, but at the same time, I understand not wanting gas masks for for six hours of your show. I get that. Yeah. Uh, going back to the John Hanna prologue, I think the other thing about it is that it makes the uh, the the more human appearing, less clicker uh, zombie encounters feel more sensible yeah um on reading that it's like you know how why do they move the way they move how they react it's like they're all just being driven by mushrooms there's yeah. <laughs> there's there's no real good sensible function to it so like i really like when um joel's carrying his daughter through the the building and the the one that popped up and is chasing <laughs> like, him oh! and it just kind of like crashes <laughs> yeah. in a straight direction it can't really turn or bank that stunt man got paid that day yeah he's just crashing in <laughs> everything yeah those were some pretty unique movements too, just from the stunt actors. Like, yeah. especially with the grandma, like the the the, the neck careening. It's like, it's the it's rest honestly, of the body doesn't move. It's honestly yeah. refreshing, even in comparison to like the video game, because I think what they're doing here is even more so than the first game did, distinguishing these kinds of beings from zombies, like mm -hmm. like typical zombies. It's it's creating its own movement because they're technically. I mean, if you want to be like clinical about it, they're not zombies because they're still alive. None, all these people are alive. Like they're just being taken over. Like that was the whole monologue right. about like they're keeping them alive. Like right. it, they might look like people, but like yeah, these people. I believe, and this is, I know you haven't beaten the second game, but I believe there is like a conversation in the second game where they're talking about like yeah, like sometimes like like they, they can hear them talking, like they used to remember who they were. Like it's super effed up. It's really scary. Uh, and like that thought is even worse. Oh, it's in the trailer. Like. Does it does it make you feel any worse that like you, knowing that they used to be people? Right. Like that's it's awful because like it's almost worse than zombies because they're not they're still alive. <laughs> Parasites. Helpless. Congratulations, you have lost control of your mech meat suit. <laughs> your mech, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or mech meat mech. Or poor Denise when she. Uh, Jesus, Joel, get get inside the. Denise, <laughs> get in the house. Joel runs over the Adler. She immediately runs for them, and you know she's done. Uh, yeah, that granny. Give that granny an Oscar for scariest uh, uh, blurry moment of the year uh, when she's just yeah, just the open mouth <laughs> thing happening. Yeah. yeah, like unsettling. I the first time I watched that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is awful. No, trust you, trust your dogs, people. Oh yeah, Mercy. Thank God, Mercy survived. Mercy, you're too good for us. Mercy's too <laughs> smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I think the show is doing really well, just right off the bat with this first episode, is using its uh, economy of time and how it can control the narrative to really um, emphasize how people feel about the fireflies, how people feel in the in the world uh, post all of this happening. Mm -hmm. I think that all just feels a little bit more fully present and fleshed out than than it got to be in the game. The game, like like you're dealing with with like like Fedra, right? Fedra, mm -hmm. Fedra, and Fireflies, but like it is very it is very like surface level. Like it's not part of the story whatsoever. Like the Firefly stuff gets more involved as further you go along because of the story. But like the Fedra mm -hmm. stuff, like this is I feel like we got more Fedra stuff in this one episode than the entire game of The Last of Us. 
and last of us 2 is a different story that's way more more militarized stuff but sure but last of us yeah like i uh, uh it felt definitely more focused and like really talking about like rebellion which i didn't feel like was a thing in the last of us one like i know they're like trying to fight them but like it didn't feel like like i just watched andor and i'm like oh these guys just watch andor too like that's what i felt like and i didn't feel that presence in the first game well and like i think it was a good decision to do a bit like the kid coming in with the oh, cut yeah. and and keeping them in the chair and telling them the lie and putting yeah. them to sleep and then throwing them in the fire i think that that it gets a lot across about what people have been through and uh, effectively something that I do think is speaking to video game version of Joel as well, how absolutely removed he is from certain things emotionally um, compared to other people, even after everything they've been through, like it's the same person hauling a bunch of bodies, but when it comes to a kid, they can't do it. Yeah. But Joel can. And it's like, not his kid. And again, like the last, like the last scene you see, like he's holding his dead daughter. And then the next scene you see him in, he's throwing a, a kid uh, into, yeah, yeah. into the, and, and like that's, kid. and that's like, that's very clearly like, this is who this man is now. Right. He is, he is a uh, heart removed, let's say. Right. Yeah. It's like, I've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, hey man, he'll take the sewage job. It pays more, right? Whatever, whatever pays more. Uh, oh, he got an upgrade. He went from selling guns in the first game to now selling drugs in the in the TV show. So he's got a, he got a uh, he's getting a little more money I bet out of that one. Uh, uh, again, like that that security guard was just a nameless dude who who like who who he runs into later in the, in the TV show. Uh, but that's just a random guy in the game, and it's like every every little character can now get a little more screen time, a little you know some dialogue, some character beats. So like when all these terrible things happen to all of these people, like you you care a little bit more. Even even the, the shitty guard, I'm like, oh man, this guy's about to get got. Right. Yeah, get everyone's everyone's a person at least every, so yeah. far as they've been maintaining. You know, Absolutely. the guard doing horrible things can't sleep at night he wants some pills (laughs) yeah yeah and and doing things like the putting ellie through the tests just giving that whole perspective on like how one how they're working down what they're doing Mm -hmm. and like we were in the know so we knew what they were doing but i could tell like you know my wife was trying to figure it out and they still and they still haven't said what the quest is we just know that ellie got bit and didn't turn that's that's all that's all the audience knows at this point Just yeah. take him out of the city. Go to a rendezvous point. Yeah, just take. We're taking Ellie somewhere. Yeah, they, they hide it. They hide, they hide it until the the end of the first episode, which is a good reveal. But I, yeah, I think the the audience is smart enough to kind of infer of why she's important and like, yeah. ram, like yeah. what it could lead to. You definitely we can. Don't know. But they're not. But but they don't hold your hand through it until the very end. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think oh, that's sure. that's good. And I think yeah, it's going. I hope like I have full faith in the show, but I hope it doesn't end up being like. A big like reveal twist because like the the like the, the seeds are planted here right so like i hope it's not gonna be like an episode six like and the reason is this is the reason i'm on the quest and like everyone already knows that kind of no, i'm sure we get it I, laid out in the next episode. yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm hoping so because like it's not it's not it shouldn't be made into a big deal you know what i mean like it's, it's the base of the show like it's what it is i like yeah. you know the, the plot is get ellie from point a to point b the story yeah is joel dropping his walls yeah yeah anyway this is wonderwall um yeah man so we got uh we got joel we got tess real real quick just comic book g-man i'm not gonna pull them all up right now because because i know we're doing a lot right now but uh comic book g-man's got um a lot of thoughts on on comparisons to avatar and things like that and how we interact with our environment and and mother nature plays that out uh fighting back go check that out in the comments i love swamp thing i'm all about it my guy um 
Yeah, uh, I I do want to uh, touch on just um, the little girl. His daughter is very good. Sarah. Uh, is, yeah, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, probably we wouldn't skip past Nico, this. Nico Nico Parker, Parker uh, daughter of Fanny Way Newton. Yes. Uh, which once you said you it, couldn't I couldn't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's no dad in that relationship, just mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that everything about kind of making her the protagonist for the first half of the episode was really good. Yeah, um, and it really worked. Great and, for new and, audiences too. Yeah, and like if you don't, yeah, if you aren't familiar with the show, if you watch the trailer, you know that it's post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think you 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 know what's about to happen in 2003, like when this happens, like. Uh, 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 yeah, and, and having, yeah, like you said, like she is the main character for like half an hour uh, of, of this show, and I'm like, man, like they made us care about her even more. That's terrible. So, yeah, impressive thing for them to do. I, my roommate, and I, um, she hadn't played the games, but I wanted to show her at least the intro, you know, that because that sets the tone. And uh, I rewatched it, cried. Then immediately watched uh, the 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 HBO version and cried again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I knew, like that's that's watched, that's when I that's that's when the trust it was cemented. Yeah, yeah. I watched it um, when when it's come out Sunday. I watched it on on either Sunday night or Monday, uh, uh, and then I rewatched it with with him and the rest of the gang uh, uh, earlier uh, uh, two days ago. I don't know how time works. Last night. But uh, but yeah, uh, and I cried again. So like it's like it's just so it's just like so well made and that little girl is is like man she looks like she's dying and it's really sad it is really sad and Pedro Pascal is killing it um boy howdy uh uh not a dry eye in the audience uh and then again cut to him like a salt and pepper no soul on a quest man I'm so excited for the rest of the show oh my gosh uh I think they did a really good job capturing the energy of the like the happenings of it the the when it's beginning that night of yeah. the driving through in the truck and everything as it was in the video game translating it to the television medium expanding on it giving it that kind of um same vibe that the opening of quiet place part two has yeah, yeah, yeah. um i i think they did a good job with that i i think that also i'm i'm recognizing that i'm just in a place where like i kind of want a whole movie that's just that <laughs> um <laughs> like i stand by that i still kind of want a quiet place movie that's Isn't just that day that's, one that is i think literally that's what the next one is that's day what one. that's what i'm hoping yeah. for is that I, it's I, just it literally the first day i literally think it's called the quiet place day one. i hope so <laughs> uh yeah i agree i think uh that, like you know that that fake one shot is is so incredible that ends with the the plane explosion um oh and, it's a, it, it has cuts it does have cuts it's a fake one shot yeah it's, it's a fake, fake one, one shot. shot but it but it's i feel it it feels like so you know how like some like driving games allow you to press a button and immediate look behind you Mm-hmm. yeah it's like, like that's what it's like you had your pr- perspective from the back seat looking forward and like glancing off at the you know the point of interest like the burning barn and oh, so e- even the road signs that was like a one for one yeah yeah it was very it was very video game informed with mm-hmm. uh oh that, the, that in, particular in that sequence in in that same respect too certain shots um if if you had if i'm not sure if you picked it up i hope you did but um from the back of the actor just sort of wandering mid you know like mid frame yeah and then the camera just lingers there or follows them just like a third person camera 
and they do I it mean, twice in this episode. Yeah, like when like the following Sarah stuff is is almost one for like one for one. Besides, like I think you see you actually see like a nuclear explosion through the window uh, when you're walking <laughs> around. But like it definitely felt that like yeah, this is her walking around. Like things are spooky. What's happening in this house? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was particularly when she wandered into the living room where it was yeah. just that moment of like oh. Are we in control now? She's not moving. And then she goes for the remote. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, PTSD moments of like seamless uh, cutscene to gameplay. <laughs> so I will say to your point on that, that I thought that one that you guys are highlighting is a particularly good one. There's one um, later on with Joel and Tess. Yes. That yes. I thought that it did not work for me. Um, oh, it took okay. me out of the show uh, because I was like, is it the backpack scene? No, oh, okay. uh, it's it's like when they're they're walking away to to get on the mission to to get Robert um for everything and for for that one it didn't work for me it's not a long shot but it was one where I sat there and I'm like the only reason you make the choice to frame it like this is because this was a video game mm-hmm. and it doesn't translate to television sure. um it do, it didn't make sense as a shot for television whereas other ones had like like again the one with sarah is incorporated very well that one just wasn't i was just like mm, i would have done that's this in a different fair. place sure that's yeah. fair i am still just appreciative that they're making the attempt of like we know you're kind of familiar with you know the imagery this is for you but if you know what i what i but i but i get it, it doesn't translate sorry go ahead no, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I love about it is like Craig Mazin, who who's writing the Borderlands movie, which now makes me really excited for that movie, which mm. might be in development hell. Uh, but it's it is still coming out this year apparently. Uh, that dude loves video games, uh, and like you, this still feels like a video game plot. Like Joel, uh, uh, we got to go get the battery. We got to go do this. Now we got to go to the Fireflies. Now we got to do the thing at Ellie. Like it's still like like objective based like like i'm like you're reading on the screen of like what you do next and then i bring up the backpack scene because that oh, the first time i watched it it made me laugh because i'm like that's what you do in the last of us when you need to go, do stuff you go into your backpack and you pull stuff out and like right. he didn't have to go onto the ground to pull his flashlight out they did it on purpose they did it on purpose and i appreciate it yeah that kind of thing <laughs> that kind of thing is is good i think that's fun yeah um yeah yeah no that's but <laughs> Sorry, briefly going back to the scene of the of 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 Tess and Joel, you know, camera at the back, them walking. It's just you know the walking exposition moment. Yeah, yeah. The, the walk and talk, the gears of war, walk and talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's that's the thing is that yeah. like that, and we'll see how much that that happens over the rest of the series and kind of keep track of that. But I, it, it, it just that one in particular just stood out so clearly as like no one who works in in film and television would make the choice to frame it this way unless this was based on a video game yeah and just because it was doesn't mean this was the right shot for this moment yeah, yeah. and it, it like it's such a short shot it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. but i i did notice and i was like uh uh <laughs> oh could you imagine an yeah. entire show of just looking at the actors backs and then the camera occasionally pans to the front and then they do that <laughs> turn <laughs> Yeah, but at least it's at least it's faithful to the to the source material. At least, yeah, <laughs> it's a I blessing. Think that's, and a that's, curse. That's, that's you know, like what we're mentioning is like the the backpack moment or the the moment with Sarah, like things that are incorporating themselves into the narrative really well, where it feels like you know you're not you're not halting the construction of the story to do a bit. Yeah, you're you're mm-hmm. working into the flow of it, and that one felt like it was halting to be like hey here's a nod to you video game fans and i was like mm, move this into a place where it actually naturally belongs yeah. because it felt it felt out of place because the rest of the scene around it 
isn't filmed that way. Mm-hmm. So you're like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Let's hope it's for uh, just the uh, the first episode. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I'm sure there will be more incorporations, and hopefully most of them are good. Yeah. You know, yeah. out of the ones we talked about, we're two out of three solid. So. I heard this really weird thing, though, in episode two, though, when, when Tess is like, Joel, you need to reload. I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> I was being stupid. Could you? Like, could they? I, you know what? I want it. I kind of want it. I think they're, listen, if, It'll be if funny. for every five good ones, I get one bad one, I'll take it. Could you imagine I'll if they just it. went, like, full-blown on the, like... Uh, the raft sequences? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> there's a raft sequence in this. I know it. I know there's a raft sequence. Just... I'm, I'm, I'm... But see, here's the thing. There'll only be one instead of 17, so yeah. it'll be perfectly paced. Wait. Oh. A what sequence? The raft, like, like where you have to, to like put Ellie on a thing because she can't swim. Because she can't swim. Yeah, you do oh, that. Raft. Like, you do that raft. a lot. I yeah. kept hearing wrath sequence. I'm like, what? Uh, the wrath of Ellie. That's the only <laughs> God that still remains. The latter the main sequences reason. are the same. They're that the still same. remains the main reason I want to play the new version yeah. of The Last of Us is because you have the option to remove all of the latter sequences. That's a good point, man. I'm telling you, I was so high uh, on like after watching this, I was like. If that game's cheap enough right now, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, seventy dollars. Yeah, no, no, no. It does. It, I will say, like, it, it just does just watch the nine hour four K cut on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. certain when we get to the end of the season, I'm gonna be like, oh, Damn. time to pop in that last time of us part one in. again. Huh? Yeah. Um, I also, man, they're they're doing very very slight. Uh, uh. Not it's not teasing anything, but they're just their stuff is mentioned from The Last of Us 2 in this. So I am very curious how much stuff that there are because I know because I know because again, like there's stuff that happens in two that is that happens in one. We just don't see it. We just didn't see it until it happens in two. Like it's flashback shit. And I'm very curious. Pa, you've played two, yeah? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm curious if certain characters are going to show up early in one. To to because they're doing the TV thing, and it's because it's you know it's like one seamless universe instead of they made game one and then they thought of this stuff in game two. Now it all exists for the TV show. I'm curious if other if characters are going to show up early. They mentioned slavers. Yeah. Uh, that is not a thing in the Last of Us one. That is a that is a big thing in the Last of Us two. I made note of that too. So like I am I am very curious. They have so they have they have so they have such like. It's like a tree that can just grow and do whatever it wants. It's just like, oh, all these beautiful seeds, and you can pick which ones you want to grow. Uh, I hear uh, the Bill episode, uh, which he, he, he's like, he has like one like like standalone like big episode, is like the best of the season, and it's like it's like incredible. Uh, and that's a dude who has a like small section in the game. So like, I'm I'm so excited that they can like, yeah, we'll get Bill an hour. Sure, you know, they put not? they put Frank in for a reason. Exactly, and Frank like who is who is mentioned. And like you can read a note about Frank. He's like a character now in the show. So now it's gonna be even like even more sad when we when we meet all these characters and all these things happen. I'm just like, man, like I it just that makes me excited. Because they're they're I'm pulling away the I'm queer subtext and making it text. Just straight up text, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I I'm I'm both excited but also scared and a little torn. Cause mm-hmm. I guess why was a I guess a potentially a little more effect not i'm not gonna say a little more effective i haven't seen the episode yet but you know the whole presentation of that scenario in the game you know there was a lot of show don't tell in that whereas in this one we're gonna get a lot of more show you know but ultimately tells you know the i see i I, the realization 
No, I, I understand. I think I think with an adaptation, I think you can I think you can because it is it is it is like a how do I say this right? It is really nice that it is like, hey, I had this relationship with this guy and hey, it might have been gay, but like we're like it's it's subtext. It is it would be really nice for like an adaptation to just be like, no, like this guy was my boyfriend. <laughs> like right. th- we had we did have a relationship together. And I think for again for an adaptation where like you are not playing the character of Joel talking to this guy and then reading a note about it, you can just watch watch the guy that they're talking about. Like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like a sweet a sweet side a side quest. You know, it could be it could be a full thing and like be meaningful. I realize we are getting a yeah. little bit into the video game spoilers now, but um, yeah, I love it. I was, I was, I was like, I was being. Ah, sorry, but... you know, you know, you know. <laughs> I, so, I, there's a character that builds. I started it. I started it. Yeah. Um, but yes, but you know, no, you're right. I'm gonna say like because we have the video game. We're gonna have that forever. We're, that's not. It's not changing. We have three it's, versions it's of nice, it. It will be nice to see a new expanded story. Yeah, I think. So, I think the other you're you're totally right because the point of doing an adaptation is to take liberties to an extent because you are changing the medium mm-hmm. and the original will always exist. Um, and there's like there's there's good choices and there's bad choices to make in that kind of transition and, and you know different people will feel differently about them. But I think the important thing is that when you're transitioning a video game like The Last of Us over to a television medium or any kind of like filmed medium, um, it's not actually more specifically because it's television and not a movie. It's not Joel and Ellie's story anymore. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. a story of the world of The Last of Us. Now all of the characters are important, which means that not only does Bill need to be fleshed out, but like some of our other characters. If you've watched the preview after the first episode, you know that there's some other characters on the horizon. Um, I won't name anyone in particular, but like yeah, certain ones who didn't get enough in the game are probably going to be more fleshed out. He's looking at his Kingdom Hearts poster. Sora's showing up? Uh, <laughs> but no, I, was, I was like trying to look at Joel. But like, what are you looking at, man? <laughs> oh, thank <laughs> Jesus, Joel. Um, but certain characters are probably going to be more fleshed out. And I think that's to the benefit of what the medium is. Oh, is yeah. that the world will feel more alive because these characters will feel more alive. And it, it the story doesn't just belong to Joel and Ellie anymore. It's very true. And I, I like that. I like... Marlene and in Marlene is the same the same actor from the game which is which yes. is crazy that like that never happens like I look at like half of the, the like look at all the Disney voice actors and like they can't get the roles but I'm like y'all man Naughty Dog there's like nah just smooth her over no big deal uh I yeah. like I like I like Marlene a lot she's just like she's just no nonsense like yo I'm the boss follow orders uh Kim you got no ear on your head shut up I thought that was really really funny she just does the side profile look and she's missing an ear. Ridiculous. Uh I I again I love the I love the the different threads of like Mar Marlene like 15 years ago, like knew and like put Ellie as a baby into this camp and then she ran away and then she meets up with her again. She's like, Are you my mom? No, I'm not your mom. <laughs> that was great. I love it. Uh 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 sorry, the the meeting between uh the battery people and the fireflies is what springs all of the friends together. And like I didn't realize that was how all of our friends were going to meet. I thought, you know, they were just going to go like shoot some people. But I'm like, oh no, this is totally different than the game. This is, this is interesting. I like it. Yeah, I like I I like them kind of coming into the aftermath of it. Yeah, because um, I was definitely confused. Like, oh no, like what happened? Uh, For the sake I, of brevity, it works. Yes, it, it really does. It really does. It's a it's a good way to. It, it was 
of the things that they cover in this first episode, um, which is a massive first episode, yeah, it was the least important thing to spend a bunch of time on. Yeah, you you yeah. you reach a certain point in the story where it's like, now you just got to get us to them them on the move. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I will say, I'm gonna go back to my initial point way at the beginning talking about Joel. Um, I do think we like, I'm for it in the context of the show we'll see where we go with it because I think, I think that the, the, we know the ending won't change. I think that ending has to be earned to an extent with the character of Joel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do worry about heroing, heroing him up a little too much. Um, he's more tender than uh, we get in the game, just through the context of how we're seeing him with Tess. That's not to say there isn't a tenderness between him and Tess, but it is to say like, we don't see a sequence like her crawling into the bed with him in the game. We don't that's see that's the, the you know, Pedro Pascal's just good at playing this and that that's a different interpretation, but of his, his concern for her, mm-hmm. uh, not that that's ill-placed, but again, like I, I run into a, is Joel just eager to enact violence upon someone or does Joel care enough that he needs you know like and where where is that line and uh and i think it's the thing to watch out for i think that is the key thing to watch out for in in doing this adaptation is how is joel translated i think the from game to marlene's marlene's line of like i know what you both are capable of for better or worse Mm -hmm. i think that is a good indication of like this is still the joel who has done some really bad shit yes oh yeah they're they're definitely still i definitely i definitely thought about that um her crawling into bed with joel because like i remember like explicitly from that first game like it doesn't feel like their relationship like like on paper they might be in a relationship but it feels like they're more like business partners Mm -hmm. who happen to be like male and female like you know like they might be sleeping with each other but it doesn't feel like relationship feels like we are two broken people in the apocalypse who 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 are using each other basically Mm -hmm. uh uh like a good symbiote not a bad symbiote right uh and then this one it definitely feels a little more romantic but at the same time it does i still feel that they are business partners more than anything because mm-hmm. they don't kiss and they don't hold hands or anything, but they do. Uh, he does, a, he does feel, he does, he does care for her more than I would say the first game. Yeah. I, I it's go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, go please, ahead please. Okay. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, it, it's, it's subtle. It's subtly hinted at in the game and they're being a little bit more, I guess, you know, Hey, behind the scenes, what you may not have seen in the game, this probably happened. Yeah, yeah, and like, how, who could blame them? And it's not like but we it's, see them. It's, we see them banging. She she goes and like spoons him, like and that's yeah. you know, friends do that, I mean, right? It's <laughs> probably the only bed there. Yeah. <laughs> and true. and none of the things I'm I'm saying here are. I don't mean to say them as negatives on no, the I show. Don't. They're not negatives on the show. They are things that I'm I'm the, probably the most interested in watching. Yeah. in terms of translation, because I think Joel. Joel is tricky because Joel is not you anymore. Yeah. And is his own character. But there are certain things about that character that were beyond our control that were who he was that do have to carry over. And it'll be interesting to see how they execute upon it. I think another interesting choice, not a bad choice, but an interesting choice is the decision at the end to do the flashback when he uh, got the gun on him after she stabbed the the Fedra guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is saying what he's saying and it flashes him back to that moment kind of implying trauma being the trigger for him to uh viciously beat the man yeah when joel could have also just viciously beat the man because joel's ready to do that regardless yeah 
I think, being given that, I'm I not, think, and I'm not saying that's a bad choice. No, yeah, yeah. I, I could be reading it differently, but I feel like it could be a thing of not like more of like I, I wasn't the man that I was supposed to be back then. So like, I have to be that man now to survive. So like, like he could have killed that that military guy earlier, but like he didn't because of his daughter. But like, but now he's just like I like I don't have her anymore. So now I am just I am this murderer mm -hmm. or something. I don't know. That it it was definitely a trauma response, like you said, yeah, Sam. Okay. Where okay, I believe that. Yeah. And I I I like this. I like it a lot for because okay. sure sure in the game you, you know you can easily just say like no this is is it's just you know get the job done, full detach, you know it's a job. But in this one, he is suddenly in a very. He is in an exact situation he has always been, you know, he, or he doesn't want to be in again. Oh, yeah, because Ellie's there. Yeah, of course. Yeah, now, now and, yeah, I understand and, now. Yeah. But he doesn't know, he, he for a brief second, like, it's not because it's Ellie. You know, he, he, he couldn't care less that it's Ellie. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, you know, never again in this moment. It wasn't for heroics. It was PTSD, and it was still for himself. Right, the implication gotcha, okay. the implication of showing the shot for the context of the television show says that for Joel, is, this for man the audience. Is, the, is that man yeah, yeah. to him. Okay. That's like, because we get that shot that we never had in the game, this man is now that man who killed his daughter, Yeah. Uh, as far as Joel's concerned in this moment of violence. Um, and that's just, it's not... It's not a wrong choice, but it is a different context, and it is a different way to to play the character to us. And again, like something I'm just going to be watching as the show yeah. does, because I do think Joel is the trickiest character to get across to get us to the ending that we three know we're heading yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about that. We're talk about that moment because the the director gave an interesting response, and people are some people are fighting against it. But if but the Last of Us Two kind of plays into this, so it's okay. I think. I when, think I know what you're talking when, about because I noted this too. When Ellie, yep. when mm -hmm. Ellie sees Joel beat the shit out of this guy, kill him, the director he he described it as Ellie becoming activated, and I don't like I personally don't like that word, but it's her basically saying, "Oh, this is someone who will fight for me," and I like that. And I I read that, but but he described it as like her her penchant for violence is now going to be like is going to be like rewarded with this man. And I and that might be them trying to do Last of Us Two baggage really I early. They, I think they are because I, like that game's all about like alien violence. So, so like, I was heading I was heading for this point as well because okay. I noticed it when we watched the show. She does like a watch slide. Done, yes, exactly. <laughs> where she's doing like the ooh oh, oh violence oh, yeah. um, and like kind of intrigued by it kind of look, which is a clear direction thing they wanted her to do. Yeah. Um, Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal both doing a fantastic job, by the way. Um, Game of Thrones killing it. But but uh yes, and then after the show, you hear them talk about that moment, and it they very specifically are talking about Ellie being drawn to Joel's violence upon him. Yeah. And I'm like, this is definitely more Ellie later stuff than Ellie in this moment. This is season two, this Ellie. Is, <laughs> this is feeding into who we as the gamers would know she would become, but not now, necessarily who she was at this moment in time. Now, again, this makes me really curious to play the remake because is this something that happens in the remake that we just don't have context for, that we don't know? That this is this is the game, we just haven't played it yet. That that would be wild. That would be wild if that was true because like fundamentally changing the way these characters are presented in the original one, that is wild. Yeah. To know that like, you're saying that fundamentally 
the new part one and the original are now two different texts. If they did that. I, I, again, I haven't played it, but like, as far as I know, it's just, it's still the same. It's still the same. Okay. Okay. It's, it's very pretty cutscenes. Okay. And very pretty graphics. It, it it looks gorgeous, but, but it is the exact same game. Yeah. I think there are some quality of life improvements to the gameplay, but in terms of like story, it is. Yeah. Like less ladder puzzles. Yeah. We we, will fully (laughs) reskinned. Yeah. Oh god! I can't swim, Joel. I can't, I can't swim, Joel. I can't Fuck swim you, And then he spent three weeks teaching her how to swim what for a he, whole year. What else is he gonna do in the apocalypse? I think at a yeah. certain point he should. It's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen once in this game where he has to get her on the freaking raft, and then he's just one, teaching her. One raft sequence. I really, we I got really, one ladder sequence already. I really hope we get our our season title cards I, I, I hope we get them i so pi because you played it more recently i remember it happens for like winter and other things is there like is there one that happens early because we didn't get one in episode one does one happen early in the game around then like the uh, season pop-up thing no they did oh shit they, yeah no they didn't show the seasons they just showed 20 years later yeah but they but they because, like, mm. winter, like, especially in the game, like, when winter happens, like, that's a game-changing moment. Yes, it is. So, like, I'm, I guess it's not, like, it's not super necessary, because, like, we know winter's happening, because we've seen it in the trailers. I might, but, I, like, I might be misremembering. I might be. Yeah. But I think you don't get the first season title card until after. Until, Bo- until after Boston Until after stuff, right? we're past Boston. Okay. And then there's, like, a time gap. I think after certain events happen that I'm not going to say because we're not in spoiler for the game territory. Yeah, I also just don't remember. There's a spoiler for episode two. <laughs> um, something I'll look up later, but I, I really do hope we get them because I think they're they're lovely. It would be fall. It would be going into fall. Yeah, it'd be going into fall. Okay. I, yeah, I just don't remember if we if we got one before winter or not. It's been too long. I think mm-hmm. so. It, yeah, I think we're in late summer now. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, but we, yeah. We, we did get one before, before winter. Okay. It's, I wonder if that'll be... Like oh no, start... I know, I know. We definitely get one. I just don't remember when it happens in the game. I wonder if it'll be the it's... start. Because we do, too. we do four seasons in the original. It yeah. is after, uh, 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 they after a couple characters' deaths. Okay. Oh, yeah. is it is it is it that much after? Is it that much later? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's what I thought. So oh. I, I think I think we, we got a Tommy. I think Tommy is someone... the Tommy oh. is the fall arc. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we lose someone specific, and then then we're heading into. Yeah. I definitely remember like the the big beats, but like all the smaller ones. I'm like, oh yeah, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh uh, yeah, Tommy, Tommy's in this episode. He's not in it a lot, but like Gabriel Luna, who who I haven't seen a lot of stuff that he's done, but he's a great ghostwriter from Maidens of Shield. So rock on for you, my guy. Getting an HBO Yo, how, show. How good does he sound, dude? Yeah, he's good. He he he's he's that dude's that dude's a man. <laughs> no, but cool. like he sounds like Tommy. Yeah, I wish I will say I wish. Um, Are you there, Joel? Joel, Joel's Southern twang. I wish it was a little twangier. I'm gonna be honest. Sometimes, sometimes it's just Pedro, and I'm like, oh, Pedro, you need that drawl. You yeah, need, you need more of that drawl. Yeah, sometimes it's not, sometimes Pedro comes through. Yeah, it's just like, um, oh, that's my man. Which is okay. I think he's trying to like walk walk a fine line. He's walking the line. Well, I don't think he wants to do an impression of Troy yeah. Baker's performance. Well, no, either. just and have a Southern do what Tommy's do what uh, Gabriel Lucas do. That's part of it too. Real quick, I'll say hey to a friend of ours, Trinity, in the in the comments. Hi Hello. Trinity. Hi Trinity. Um, oh yeah, Bell, us live. Bell Ramsey, who is who is. English, British, 
uh, uh, does a great. So is Nico Parker. Ever all the Brits doing great American accents? Yeah, I, I think Nico's uh, Australian. Australian. Oh yeah. Anyway, does a great American accent. Didn't know until I heard her. Um, I swear see. to Christ, if it's New Zealand, I. <laughs> oh, good eye. Um, I don't know who Thaniway's husband is, so I'm not sure. Some, 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 some lucky guy. Um, Pi, do you have any any final thoughts on this on this wonderful first episode? Any things we didn't we didn't bring up? Um, uh, any any fun fun facts, gifts? Um, Venmo oh, number, good social security Wait, number. <laughs> I already gave that to somebody else earlier today. Uh, no, I'm just excited for what's going to come next. Uh, trying, and now, now I'm drawing a blank of like if there's anything else in the episode I would love to talk about because you all pretty much touched everything. Gross. I, I will say <laughs> again on. that I think Speak I, ahead really, I really like the, the Firefly stuff, just like getting across um, uh, the idea of what they're doing and and how it hasn't been working and all that kind of stuff. I think it's, you, it's just more clearly laid out. I really like Marlene's yeah. line of like, what have we got to show for it? But graffiti. No, yeah, it's like uh, if you're fighting a revolution for twenty years, you're not a revolution. It's just very great. I I don't remember if this is in the game or not, but it was really well executed here, where the guy walks up to Joel when he's standing off to the side, and he's like, "Hey, man, you feeling like an outsider?" And he's like, "I swear, if you tell me to look for the light, I'm gonna punch you in the jaw." <laughs> I don't remember. I definitely don't remember that. Yeah, yeah that felt like that Joel. Really that sounded like Joel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying, trying to tell jokes to me? Which is which is good because I do think it's like feeding more into that idea of like something that's not as much here as it was at this point in the, in the game of his real um, standoffishness towards the Firefly concept and how much he resents that Tommy went with them. Yeah. Um, and I hope that that comes kind of out a little bit more um, as we go into it, because that, that sense of like, being abandoned or betrayal is an important part of Joel too. Yeah. Uh, as who he became in this moment um, post his daughter's death. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and at least in the game, there is no doubt that like Joel felt left behind by his brother. Ooh, um, last of us left behind. Yeah. <laughs> um, real quick. I'll pull up Trinity's comment. Uh, did you guys listen to the podcast after the episode? No, I have not yet. Not yet. I'm actually probably going to tomorrow at work. Cause I yeah. forgot that it came out. <laughs> podcast uh, i intend to yeah there's an official hbo podcast about making the show i think it's like the creators and stuff yeah 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 right. um craig mazin who who did chernobyl which is one of the greatest tv shows of all time if you want another great long first episode that has terrible terrible vibes watch chernobyl that first episode is a banger i started it recently i haven't gotten far enough into it too, too sad too spooky Thank you, Trinity. We will uh, probably be checking that out before we do our next discussion on the next episode. Heck yeah. Um, Infected. Okay, at this point, I think we can talk a little bit about the season to come. And at this point, we will share knowledge we have from the games. So if you don't want to know any of that... Thanks for stopping by. We'll see y'all later. This is now video game spoilers. We are going to say things that are going to happen in this show. So please, be ready. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. He was dead uh, the whole time. Troll, Troy Baker. Yeah, he's doing a lot of press for the show. Good for that guy. Yeah, Troy Baker hosts uh, the podcast. Heck That's yeah. really cool. Thanks, Trin. Love it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Pai, did you watch the coming in the weeks ahead on The Walking Dead little thing that, was, that came after it? I did, yes. So, yeah. So, so the final shot of that teaser is the end of the game. So, we know some bullets are going to get spread. We know some people are going to die. Joel is going to be a bad guy still. Um, 
Uh, that's why, again, I'm not super worried about how much they redeem him because no matter how much you redeem someone, when he does what he does at the end of that game, I, I right. just like... It's, it's not so much about that as much as like earning that ending. Uh, and I think that that character has to... It, he can't be too heroic and get to that point. I feel, I feel, yeah, sorry. Like, uh, I still, it, I don't feel he's heroic yet. He's, yeah, yeah, we're, we're early in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they won't, I, I, I trust they're not going to make him a hero. I do understand the fear. They might make him just solely heroic towards Ellie. But for anybody else, he still warms up. Well, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I don't know how they're going to treat Sam and, um. Henry? Uh. Ah, oh, crap. I'm blanking on the Henry. brother's name. Henry. 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 Thank you. Okay, sorry. It wasn't coming through. No, nah, you're good, bro. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Sam and Henry. I have cause... a feeling it's 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 going to be the trajectory of, of the game. It's like he he help, he needs he helps people uh, when he needs to to get what he needs to to help him and Ellie. But like he doesn't care about them and what happens to them. But over time, the, the, the shell will wear off and he will become he will get his second daughter, his new daughter. Uh, I think all the big the big points are going to stay the same. The the thing I am oh my god I am so excited for winter I I it's I'm so excited for that that scene where Joel goes down and he gets he gets spiked real hard in the belly because I definitely thought Joel was gonna die the first time I was playing that game I'm like oh my god are they killing Joel right now oh my <laughs> god um I I love that they could have they absolutely could have and I think the audience would have been okay with it. <laughs> Quick another As opposed to <laughs> Justin in the comments saying spoil that? everything. We oh learned. my God, not Justin. So, um, our Justin, our Justin, our Justin, Justin, um, so yeah, I, this is an interesting situation, Pi, because now that we get so stuff, spoil stuff from this game, I don't want to spoil stuff from Last of Us 2, but there's some stuff at the end of this, of Last of Us 1, that is incorporated into all of Last of Us 2, and that's where I'm talking about them bringing stuff from 2 into 1, where I think we will see certain characters early, as we did in The Last of Us 2, Pi, I think you know there's certain characters that I'm talking about, maybe? Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a feeling. Sure. I have a feeling yeah. they will show up, and that'll be a fun thing because uh, they've already they, they've said like, oh, we haven't confirmed a second season, but like this show got like five million viewers on its first day. It's like the highest viewed HBO premiere of all time, and it's for a video game adaptation. So like, this show's getting a million seasons. You know what? We real quick for anyone yeah, who didn't get a million spinoffs. It's gonna get you, a million. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what we didn't touch on? We didn't touch on how great that intro was. Oh my god! Oh man. Game, uh, the, the, the Game of Thrones Thrones of Five, the intro, what was what was fun guy? Uh or or how I love it. or how uh well they're incorporating a lot of the game music, which I'm really oh. I know Pi's really glad that they did. I am too. Um because part of the last of us is the music. It's uh, the, the guy is doing the music for the show. It's him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's it incredible, is. man. Oh my it's, god, I'm blanking on his name right now. It's like geez, something. Uh it's really incredible that we've had a year. Yeah, the intro is yeah, great, Justin. Love the right. intro. Uh, it's uh, even it came out last year, but it is like a ca like a calendar year of we've had Cyberpunk come out, and then we've had uh, Last of Us come out, and both of those things have succeeded because not just like the people behind it cared about cared about the source material, the people who were involved in making the source material helped make it. So like with Cyberpunk, like all those people were involved, and with The Last of Us, like Neil Druckmann is one of the writers and and co like showrunners. He's directing episodes of the show. This dude who worked in video games is now co showrunning the biggest show on TV right now, right. and that's just something that's never happened. Yeah, and that's Eat just your like, heart out, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yo, he's got Death Stranding though. He won still. Metal 
the, the thing is, you know, like Metal Gear Solid was announced years ago. Oscar Isaac is still set the star from five years ago when the announcement was made. I'm like, that movie will never come out. It'll, it'll, it'll come out when I'm 45, right? But like, I can't, like Last of Us, like it, it was almost too easy because it's like, it's already a movie. Like, I can't, it's like, it's just really cool that it's here. And like, we know it's really, it's a hit. So like, we're getting that second game and they're doing all the left behind stuff. And like, they're incorporating the comic stuff. Like, it's all exciting that it's all, it's all happening. It's all happening. Sparks. All happening. Uh, definitely, Justin, agree with you about the talk show intro. We talked about that a little earlier. Um, you're definitely going to want to check out our conversation. Uh, we went into a whole lot of stuff. I, I agree with you about being excited about um, winter. Uh, that's obviously going to be a whole episode dedicated to Bella Ramsey just eating it. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I think this is shaping up to be very promising. Um, I wasn't too, too nervous. I'm, I'm more nervous about the tinier details about, about making sure that the, the in- integrity of the core of what worked about the story mm-hmm. remains than I am about like the, the broader strokes. The broader strokes, I was never worried. Like once they, once it was an HBO show, once like the team that was behind it was on it, it was like, this is going to translate well. Yeah, yeah. You have the source material, you can bring that over. Um, but can you retain what's relevant to retain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's where it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, we, we, you guys brought up Sam and Henry earlier. They're one of my most anticipated appearances for the show because I'm very much hoping that they're more fleshed out than they got to be in the game um, as the two main diversity yeah. characters. Uh, I believe, I don't remember if this was the case in, in, in the game, but in the show, I believe the younger brother is using sign language because we see that in the trailer. And I don't believe he he's deaf in the game. Is that Pi? Do you remember if, if he wasn't? Yeah, there's no kind of like you know, yeah, able bodiness to any other characters. Yeah. So so in the trailer we see him using sign language. So like I have a definitely have a feeling that like th- that that sequence will be its own full episode probably too because they need to expand all the big parts. What if they taught each other sign language because you need to be quiet around clickers? Oh my god, Pi, that's so smart. <laughs> that's too <laughs> smart. That is brilliant. Why does everyone know sign language in the apocalypse? Oh my god. A quiet place. Come on. You oh. mentioned it earlier. <laughs> on a, it's on a giant chalkboard sound? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> they come out at night? Oh, that's, oh, that's fun. We have fun here. Uh, Justin's, <laughs> Justin's here talking about Last of Us Part 2. Oh, that's... Uh, Justin, that's two... Abby's storyline. two, three years away. I can't even... I, and they said they're, if they were going to do it, they would split it up into two seasons to not to not over overstuff it. Uh, so that's that's a two-year conversation away. I can't even think about that. They, they definitely want to give Neil time to finish the third game. <laughs> yeah, he literally said, I don't want to get Game of Thrones. I don't want, I don't want, like, we want the show to run, but, like, it's it's a story that gets told. It's not, it's not, it's not an open world. It's right. like, it's a story that we tell. Like, he doesn't want to do side stories and spinoffs and, you know, we're going to follow this character's story. Like, that's not, that's not what they're doing here. He, he might need for them to do spinoffs if it takes him a long time to develop the third game. They have the multiplayer game coming. That's true. They don't, he, they specifically, like, they didn't, they're not make. they're not trying to make a Walking Dead. This is not a 10 season show. Like they are telling the right. story of the games, right. and yeah. if a third one comes out by the time minimum happens, three to four seasons, yeah, then yeah, this there'll be there will be a third game that's not surprising probably anybody in the world. So like, in ten years it'll all be over, and then it'll be back to Uncharted, rebooting Uncharted with Tom Holland again. Oh my god, <laughs> I I would love a really good adventure Uncharted movie. What do you mean? One uh, came out, came out last year, exactly one year ago today. No, no. <laughs> No, 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 Tom Holland. That was cosplay. 
<laughs> cosplay at Comic Con. You know, you get that kid who doesn't who, who looks vaguely like the character but doesn't act like him. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, a Hollywood Boulevard. Using type. his yeah. parents' money to get the right clothes. <laughs> I mean, that's something I would do. Well, I think that's going to be it here. Yeah, I think for for our first episode, you know, we're good. Yeah. We'll we'll see if yeah. we check back in weekly or how this goes. Yeah, we'll see how schedules we'll work play out. by year. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Fake Nerds Watch. Uh, God, how do outros work? You know, we have a mothership show called the Fake Nerd Podcast. It's live every Sunday. I don't know what our topic is this week. Have we even discussed it? I think we're probably talking about the stuff coming up this year that we're excited for. Yes, we're hyping up all the cool things coming out this year, all the big movies and all that stuff. So check us out here on the main channel uh, tomorrow or Sunday, whenever whenever the stuff happens. we got so many other shows. You know, we got Fake Nerds Watch. we got Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause speaking, Menu. Speaking in the video game world, you guys just did a discussion on God of War Ragnarok. We sure did. Mm-hmm. We did do a discussion on God of War it's Ragnarok. on our regular podcast feed and soon on our Pause Menu feed. That's absolutely true. So if you uh, if you want one more Sony-exclusive uh, 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 video game to talk about, we got one for you. So, um, Sparks, where can they find you on the internet if they wanted to find you on the internet? Oh, they can find me at Sparks Witty, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty, uh, just being excited about, uh, seeing more of The Last of Us. What a way to start off the year. Jesus, Joel. Remember last year we started with Peacemaker, and then this year it's The Last of Us? Like, what are you, are you starting the year with bangers? Come on, y'all. What is this? Mr. Pie, where can they find you on the internet if you want to be found on the internet? If I want to be found, you can look up Midnight Sush on Instagram or Pi16, P-H-A-I-1-6. And on TikTok, I am Sugar Daddy Loot Drops and Loot as in the instrument. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I, uh, Ryan, I'm at DJ Tony Stark 616 everywhere. Uh, thank you so much for watching this. And uh, hey, y'all, uh, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds. Click, click, click. Thanks right. for watching. See ya. Stay fake nerds. Stay fake nerds. <laughs>